0: Thank you, thank you. I wasn't sure when it's gonna end. Well, it's good to be here. Hello, everybody. Uh, Michi already introduced me. I'm Dan, New uh, father of three, and a half a s- later it's gonna be a photo. Oh, no, yeah, we're gonna do it later, we're gonna do it later. Anyway, I wanna first quickly know a little bit with who I'm working with tonight, okay? Um, is there somebody here, that, because I do speak, uh, my, my, my children, I have three, and uh, there's a Ruby, Siena and Ben, and they think they speak four languages, because after they know about five or six words in Italian, uh, they think they can speak it. So they came up to me and say, "Hey, Daddy, how many languages do you speak? I speak four?" And I'm like, "Whoa, that's awesome." Uh, and then uh, they explained it to me, why and so. And I want to know quickly here: Who speaks more than five languages? F- f- how many? Five. Okay. How- more than six. You're the one. You're the one. Okay, tell me, which languages? French, English, German. French, English, German. Italian, Italian. Spanish. Spanish. Uh, sign language. Sign language. And, then a few other, just a little bit. and what's your nationality? Swiss. You're Swiss. See, that's that's a quality of the Swiss. <laughs> and you speak them fluent. <laughs> but you grew up with a parent just one language? Like, that's why, that's why. See? That's why. Well, my wife is Australian. And uh, so they get uh, one language for free. You know, I had to pay 10000 to go to Brighton, England to learn English, you know. And uh, they get it for free. So this is, uh, it's good. So, um, well, you guys are the gifted ones who speak uh, many languages. And you know what? Just one thought before I get started. You know I love church and I love it because it's a community of believers and can you do me a favor like the people left and the people right okay to co- let's sit together because we're not a community just of listeners we're a community of believers and I'll just love sitting together in church okay can we do that can we just stand up and and fill all the seats here and and just get get noisy okay start talking to somebody um you know just we have seats here you guys just can come Say hello to somebody, just, you know, because I love it. Church is not so so many, you sit down and uh, we have more seats over here. The best seats, three seats, one seat here, four over there. For you guys over there, we have all the seats. Come, come, come. The best seats are for free. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you, applause, applause. So good. I love it because I think there's no, you know, there's a, there's a beauty in, in, a, in a small community because you can, you can get to know each other, but it's only if we actually stick together, if we actually get to know each other, because then every size of community is an awesome community, if it's actually a community that that it is together. And that's why I love sitting together, okay? So whenever I will come, or if I would come back, let's sit together, okay? Is that good? All right. All um, right. I just come, came back from holidays. Uh, we were in the scene. And uh, now I do have a photo, okay? So this is my photo of my family. Um, that's in the scene. That's my wife, Marion. My son, Ben. And then uh, Sienna uh, is the, the one on the right. And the one with the camera is Ruby. So she's going to be our next photographer because we, uh, I do like speaking to strangers, but my wife sometimes doesn't really want to interrupt somebody. So I basically ask my... Uh, daughter to be the photographer of the family now, if I'm in the photos. And it's really helpful. And um, so, this is us in uh, Achtzo di Cino. I do think that God, um, you took seven days um, to create the earth, and on the eighth, he created the <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the most beautiful parts of the world. It's amazing, it's amazing. Um, so we, we, we just came back. I'm, Technically, I'm still on holiday almost. Like I feel on holiday. I'm going to be on holidays tomorrow. Um, And I've been on holidays yesterday. So I'm in a really relaxed mood. So I hope you feel okay too. And I love holidays because especially now that our kids are a little bit older. So I'm going to talk a lot about our kids. So I want you to remember them, okay? So the oldest one is Ruby and then Sienna and then Ben. And I do love all the kids, right? I mean, I love Ben like so much. But... I have to be honest, I prefer them when they're a bit older. So are you similar? Like, I mean, I love babies, but like, you know, you just can't do as much with them. It's okay, not, not, not to be, you know, rude. I love babies, a lot, especially when it's my baby. But I love it when they're a little bit older. Like this year, because Ben is still like so small, I can't just put him in a backpack, you know. And um, so we went on hikes. I love hikes, I love doing stuff. We went swimming and all that stuff and suddenly our holidays coming back, how I like them, you know? And I, obviously I also love just chilling, but like I love doing stuff with our girls. And now they learn to swim. Now they play Uno, they play Brandy Dog. Um, they, they play all those adult adults games. Before I had to play like, a, um, you know, memory. I mean, memory is difficult. But uh, we have a monkey game, and then we have a banana game, and you know, after some time it gets boring, but now we play UNO, UNO never gets boring. And we have Brandy Dog, no, 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 Michi, never gets boring. Never gets born, man. You can have more rules and more rules and more. And they're so good, man. And they play Brandy Dog, you know? And they, they come up to me and say, Daddy, you know, it, it says here like uh, it's only started for, you know, five years and upwards. I'm, I'm, I'm four and I can already play. It. And they're like, Oh, this is game is for seven years and onwards. I'm like four and I can already play. It. So they're really pumped to do it. And I love seeing them growing up. Uh, you know, growing up is an interesting thing. Uh, I don't know about you, but I love that I'm not anymore six or two. I love that I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. I can actually drive a car. Like who here uh, wishes to be back again at three and still, you know, having nappies? Bad thoughts, all right, leave that thought. Leave that thought. Leave that, th- but I, I love that I get, I, I get to grow up. So my message today is, is a very simple title. So if you do take notes, um, write that down. Keep growing. Keep growing up. I mean, growing up is like a final stage. Like, you know, grown up. But actually, tightly, keep growing. Because I love it that we grow. Because with, with more maturity comes more possibilities. With more possibilities, obviously, comes more responsibilities. But I love it. And I think it's something that is powerful and also spiritual, because do you know that there is also growing up in Jesus, becoming mature as a Christian? You you find that term over and over again in the Bible. And during the holidays, I was just, something God spoke to me and I realized I want to share about that, because I do feel like sometimes we maybe know Jesus for already seven years, but we're still acting like a baby i mean not acting like a baby but as a, our in our walk with him acting like a baby well acting like a baby is no bad because i love ben like he he's not paying any rent but i still love him you know like he's not doing anything in the house and i still love him so with god he still loves us even when we are baby like heaps but i guess he's like a daddy who's like come on you're not six get out of neppies. Come on, you're sick, stop walking. I don't want to carry you everywhere. So our title is today, Keep Growing. And before I get into the Word, let's pray, okay? Jesus, I thank you so much for, for that amazing community of believers. We can be the church. We're the church here. We might come from so many different backgrounds, but I know that we are one in you. And we have one destiny that is spending eternity with you. And I know that this is a plan for every one of us, even if we don't know you yet, or have known you for a long time. And I pray that you would, in this afternoon, you would speak to our hearts, that we would hear from you. I know that nobody's here by accident. I know that you have a great plan for everybody here. And I pray that you speak through my language, through my words, through the worship, through the conversations, before and after celebration, so that we might go out differently than we came. Because we got to be different. God, we need you. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen? You're allowed to talk sometimes. Amen? Amen. All right. If you do want to, uh, I got like the old school, not old school, but like really new Bible here. Yeah, um, and you can open in Ephesians 4. And then we start at verse 11. Okay. So um, remember, when we read it, remember to focus on the word growth, growth maturity. Okay. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith, in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. You can underline that. Attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in the deceitful seeming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. And we read in Hebrew, chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God, instruction about cleansing writs and laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and the eternal judgment and God permit, we will do so. So in both passages of the Bible, we read one common theme, that is that there is a growing as a Christian. There's a becoming mature that is is gaining knowledge in actually becoming more like Jesus. And, you know, they speak to the Christians here. They don't speak to the non-believers. So if you're here and you don't know Jesus, I still have a message for you. He loves you and he wants to start a relationship with you to take you on a journey to po- become more like Jesus. No matter where you are, you might think that's not possible, but through Jesus it is. But when you said yes to Jesus, we still, then actually we're starting a process of becoming more like him. He's not just say, saying, I, I die for you on the cross so you be saved and getting to heaven. No, he said, well, you know what? That's the you know I died for you, so you can get to heaven, but you know what I have now a transformation for you I, I want to I wanna lead you into something completely new and both verses have a different you know that you can you can preach about them in, uh, about so many topics from that verse I mean Ephesians four, that's amazing but I want to just focus on that tonight that we grow. Here it says, we grow to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, become mature. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him. I don't know about you, um, but one thing I see is that there is more. There is more for us. And our, I just feel like there is more, for, no matter where you are today, I think God has something new. You might have said yes to Jesus, and you actually changed heaps. But I came here to tell you, you know that there is more change? And you might think, oh, more change, I've already done enough. Change. But you know what, it's a good change, don't worry. It's He is Him doing it in and through you, the change. But saying yes to Jesus is only the start. Like, you know, you might think like, oh yeah, Driving Bobby Car, that's awesome. Like driving Bobby Car is awesome. But driving a real car, how much better is that? You don't even know that when you're driving a bobby car. But because you grow up, you get to drive a car. Eating baby food, I mean the one my wife's, like, they're really good. I could eat them, but like they're baby food. Like, what about the steak? like a real good big steak. But you gotta grow up. And so my wonder is, do you have a hunger for more in your life? For actually a more knowing Jesus, more being transformed by Him? My wife is is a big role model for me in that respect. She grew up as a non-believer in a a, a household that they, they didn't know Jesus, they didn't know grace, they didn't know the love of Jesus. And she got to know Jesus and that saying yes to him, that was a one step. But she is for me a role model in in letting God transform her. Every aspect of her life. And how she opens her life up and say, God, do more in my life. And I wonder if you do have that. I wonder if you have said yes to Jesus and are like, now you're just comfortable. Comfortable how it is. But there is more. I sometimes meet people and they say, well, that's just the way I am. I don't, do you know this? That's just the way. I, I just am a little bit grumpy. I just am a little bit, have a difficulty with envious. I just, you know, just, it's hard for me to say thank you. Oh, it's just hard to praise people, you know. Oh, it's hard for me to be faithful. I mean, come on. Don't let that be an excuse in your life. Jesus died for for you that you can be completely new. Not that you can just go to heaven. So don't let anything in your life be an excuse to just change because the way you are, because actually you're not anymore the way you are. You're completely new in Jesus. Through Him, He made something new. And that doesn't give you any more excuse to say, that's just the way I am. I'm in a process. My whole life, I'm in a transformation process. To becoming more like Jesus. Sometimes we say, you know, we're just humans. Yeah, but actually, we're in the process of becoming more like Jesus. Obviously, that process will never end until we die. But hopefully, when I'm 80, I'm more filled with grace. More filled with faith. More filled with love than ever before. How about you? Is that what you want to do? I want that. I want to know. I want to grow in my knowledge of Jesus. How awesome is he? You know, you, know you, might, you might just be in a chapter of like discovering the grace of God. It's awesome <laughs> to discovering the chapter of the grace of God of the Father's love and he wants to maybe just open that chapter but I tell you, maybe next year there's a new chapter for you. There's a new chapter and be ready to open a new chapter. A book, you just don't touch it by one chapter. You, want it, you touch it by every chapter and the whole thing together becomes a book. Some books are really bad if you just read one chapter. <laughs> really bad. I think God wants to maybe open a new chapter in your life today. I wonder if you're ready for it. Who's ready to grow? Who's ready to grow? Come on, that's awesome. You know, I have three points only in the last 12 minutes. 12, very, uh, 12 points. No, two, three. Three. So if you don't want to write anything down... Um, There are three three points. I think three points where I do think we need to grow. And they're not very specific. I don't know. They might be. Anyway, well, you know. But general. I do believe we need to change our perspective. We need to grow in our, not just change, grow. Because the process I never stop growing. We need to grow from everything is here to serve me to I'm here to serve others. My, my middle child, Sienna, she's amazing. She thinks I'm her servant, personal servant. She has such a self-confidence about herself. You know, like she just doesn't care in the middle of the night. Daddy, water! And like who would dare to wake me up in my sleep? She does. Daddy, my blanket fell down. I'm like, why? You just pull it up yourself. She actually did wake me up for that. Like she like, she like at, at the table, I'm teaching her like, can you say please? I'm like, oh, please, Daddy. I'm like, she's like, more pasta. <laughs> daddy, Daddy, Water. I'm like, can you say, you know, please? Now I actually took down, Mary and my wife took down all the cups so we can basically say, get yourself like the cups. You know, I'm not here to serve you. I mean, come on, when are you making coffee for me? So like for the kids, there's something to think like we're just here to serve them as a parent. And it's funny with the kids. But actually, if we have that attitude as an adult, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny, funny anymore. you know. And I discover sometimes uh, in myself, in my, my own life, but also when I talk to people, the attitude of like, Jesus, can you serve me? Jesus, oh, I need this, Jesus. or oh, pastor, I need this. or oh, church, I need this. or oh, my friendship, I need this. Can you serve me? Can you help me? You know, Jesus said, become like me. He was sitting on the chair like the disciples and he washed their feet and said, well, As I served you, now you serve others. And I believe sometimes we're still sitting on the chair. Jesus, serve me. Wash my feet. When actually saying, you know what? Get up of your chair and start serving others. I I think we do need to change our perspective. Because in the giving, we start growing. In the the giving away, we start receiving. I've grown in no other four more than actually when I started to serve because it's so challenging. It's all not about me. It's about others. And it's so difficult. It's so like Jesus and it's all not like me. You know? It's not my person. They, I can't take that as an excuse. That's just not my personality. I have a new personality. Obviously, God still, there's a DNA he put in me. I'm not the same as somebody else, but I do have the spirit of God, hopefully, in me who makes me To think different. And I realized I need to grow in my perspective that I'm here to serve. You know, how amazing would church be if we all came with that perspective? Like we are built up in Jesus during the week and then we come to church and like in the we serve with, with words, with deeds, with everything we have. And we just give, you know what, then we have heaps of space of people who are not yet have encountered Jesus and we can serve them. We have enough space because it's okay to be served. Every once in a while, we are in a position of we need to be served. But if we have an attitude of serving, nobody will fall short. Amen? Or the second point, man, I have to hurry up, is uh, we need to change habits. Change habits. We need to grow from I want everything to I want what God wants. If I wouldn't set rules with my girls and Ben, they would eat lollies until they would vomit. <laughs> they would go out when it's raining in their undies and catch a cold. They would eat anything. They would go anywhere. They would go to bed at 11 p.m. and watch Bob the Builder, watch um, what is like a Pepper Pig. Uh, and then they would actually not be able to get up for kindergarten. If they just, if I would let them just do what they want. You know, I sometimes discover, like, discover that we, 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 we do want to do the right thing, but often like, yeah, but I do really, I do really, really want to go to that party. I know it's not good for me, but I really want to go to that party. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Or like, I really, I really, mm, I really don't want to stop smoking. You know, I really, but I know I should, but I don't wanna, or like, I really, I really, I really, I really, really want, you know, like want that. Want this and that. I don't want to tie it. Like, I know I should, but like, I don't want to. Like, I really like chatting with that, 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 that female work colleague, even though I know it might be difficult and dangerous for my marriage, but I really like doing it. You know, it's okay in the beginning if we have that, those fights in our lives. But if we keep having those fights in our lives, one day we will stop fighting because it's too hard. We need... Like the Bible says, says it here in Romans, do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I do think we need to grow in actually saying, God help me renew my mind, renew my heart, so that what you want becomes what I want because then it starts to get easier. If it is always this fight, it's okay. There will be always some fights, but if you still fight about every little thing, knowing all that, like, you know, the the angel and the devil and, like, you're fighting, like, you know, this picture. Like, in your mind, I don't fight anymore about about some things. I don't fight anymore about, like, should I really do that, like, about after two beers? Should I really stop? I really like to continue to drink, I don't, about basic, about like, I don't, some things I don't, some things I still fight for, but luckily I don't fight about everything again, and I realize God transformed my heart, that what he wants becomes what I want, and I do believe that this needs to be our focus, Jesus, whatever you want, I pray that change my heart, that that's, that, that's, that's what, that so that it's going to be the thing that I want, because Then it's not anymore a fight about everything. And the third point I do feel like we need changed habits. Sorry, the second one was actually changed desires. Uh, We need to grow from I just do what I feel like doing to I do what I read, I do according to the principles of the Bible. I decide according to the principle of the Bible. Because I, I, I talk to a lot of people, Christians, and I do sometimes, I am still surprised that certain things in their life are just not common. They still like, they come up to me and say, oh, I don't feel like church. I'm like, do you need to feel like church? Like, is it about feeling? Since when is that about feeling, you know? Like people do crazy, stupid stuff because they feel a certain way. Like people kill themselves because they don't feel, they feel like, you understand what I want to say? Like the feeling is awesome when you feel good. I love feelings. I'm like a feeling touchy guy, like big times. But I realized If I want to get anywhere in life, I can't be led by feelings. I I barely ever feel like leading small group. Honestly. I just, like, I I don't feel like sometimes. But you know what? I learned that I want to live my life by the principle of the Bible. And often when I do feelings follow, after small group, I realize, oh, that was the best thing I could have done. That was the best thing how I could have spent. I know I could have spent my night watching like series on Netflix, but you know what? That was what I needed. I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like talking to people. I don't even feel it, but you know what? I knew it was good and I did it. And afterwards I feel good. You know, when I read about the Bible, you know, just get me right. Um, I love feelings and it's great, but let's not become people that are directed by feelings. Let's become people who say, you know what, whatever principle I read in the Bible, I wanna do it. If I feel like it or not. Tithing, I don't feel like tithing. Like if I actually sometimes would know where, how much I could do with that money, but I know there's a good principle. I don't always, I have to be careful. Be, feel like being, encouraging people. I don't feel always like opening my house up to people. I don't always feel like forgiving my wife. I don't always feel like saying I'm sorry. But I know that, that Jesus would do that. I don't feel always like taking time and giving it to somebody. But I know that this is what Jesus is calling me to do, to actually lay down my life. He didn't say, follow me and you'll always feel right. He said, follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. You know what, that cross didn't feel good. In no way it didn't feel good. He even said, if you wanna find life, get ready to lose it. But if you wanna keep it, you lose it. So, so much about our life with Jesus is not about feeling about it, but about saying, you know what, I decide. Because I believe, not because I feel, but I believe that this is true. And I've realized over the last 23 years, I'm with Jesus in a relationship. That the peace I get from following those examples, the fruit, oh, this is, it's so much more than feeling. It's also a great feeling, but it's peace, it's hope. It's happiness. Uh, it's authority, integrity. Um, it's trust, reliability. So much more comes out of that. I see a fruit coming out of it. And I do feel like we gotta become people who are so rooted in saying, you know what? I wanna become more like Jesus. That on one side we start to serve we start to really change our perspective then we let the holy spirit transform our hearts so with our desires change and we want to speak truth we want to forgive we want to be generous we want to pray for people our hearts gets broken when when we see people broken and our heart rejoice when we see god winning i mean you know like that Verse that, 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 that the song was like, Break my heart for what breaks yours. I love that because sometimes this I pray. I say, Break my heart for what breaks yours. Give me joy where you have joy. We have joy about soccer clubs. We're excited about this. We, we mourn about if we don't have enough battery in our iPhone. But you know what? Let us become people who mourn where God is mourning and have joy where God has joy. That this becomes our desire. I want to just take some time now, okay? Make it personal, and uh, the band is going to play some song, uh, instrumental, and let us take time. And like like David in the Bible said, "Search my heart, search my heart, and tell me wherever there's something where you want to still do something new in me." Like this 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 holiday. Jesus revealed to me again something new about fatherhood. Because I'm now a father, He realized, okay, Dan, now you're a father. I have a new chapter for you. I want to talk about how you grew up, how, well, how your father is and how I want you to be a father now. All right, this is not comfortable, but it's good because I don't want to be the same in two years. So let's take some time and just say, God, where where do you want to do something new in me? I want to grow I want to grow. And it only takes the willingness to grow. The work is doing the Holy Spirit. But we need to say, open up and search Him and say, do it. Long for it. But He will do it. And then afterwards I come up and then we pray together, okay? Why don't we stand? Let us, you know, why, why don't we just, if you wanna grow, or you wanna let grow in your relationship with Jesus, in your, let Him transform your life more, open a new chapter in your life, because whatever He has, it's a good thing. It's always good. So don't be afraid. Whatever he does, it's good. It's so good. Why don't we open, like stretch our hands towards him as just an expression of like surrender. Jesus, lead us in all truth. Holy Spirit, you told, you said in the Bible that you are the one who's going to lead us into all truth. Remind us. Speak to us transform us, open a new chapter in our lives. God, I pray that as we walk out, as we worship You now in the next songs, You would speak to us. You would plant something new. You would open a new chapter in our lives so that we become more like You. Thank You, Holy Spirit, that You do transform our hearts. You do take away anger. You do take away fear. You give new strength. You give new vision. You give new hope. You give new love, you give new generosity. You give new wisdom, more wisdom. I bless you guys in the name of Jesus with more wisdom, with a new desires that your hearts may desire the things that God desires. May that your perspective be the perspective of Jesus. When you see people, when you see yourself, when you see your wife, your husband, your kids, your friends, your work colleagues, may your habits reflect the habits of Jesus. So when people see You, they see more and more of Jesus every year. God, we pray that we become a people. That when we are 90, we're still growing in the measure of fullness of You. We still know, grow in the knowledge of You. We still grow in faith. We still grow in peace. Still grow in hope. Still grow in generosity. When we're 90, when we're in the, in the entire retirement homes, When we live with our grandchildren, I have that perspective, Jesus. And I thank You that You have more for us. We love You, Jesus.